Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Woo! Oh, Arts Express is blowing its whistle at the 3CR station. Arts Express. Power to the people. So all aboard for a journey with Valerie Fafala and Trish Posterino into alternative theatre, cabaret, festivals, comedy and arts activism and plenty of great music, Trish. Oh yeah, that's the ticket. Welcome to Arts Express today with Valerie Fafala and Trish Posterino. 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am, digital, podcast and streaming live from 3cr.org.au and available online later today. Our guests today include performer and writer Ellie Darcy and actor-director Cody Baldwin who are performing an exciting new physical theatre work for Melbourne Fringe, Deathmatch and Courtney Ammenhauser, comedian the writer and performer of Quarter Life Crisis together with um, Luckier Pattinson, who's the producer of that show, and welcome you all today. Yes, welcome everyone. (laughs) Very exciting times. There's so much happening now, September and October, with the Melbourne Fringe and other activities. It's fantastic. So um, I think we might start with um, Ella Darcy and Cody Baldwin. Hello. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure. Now, we want to talk a bit about um, your new show, Deathmatch. So um, can you describe it, perhaps, Cody? Oh, okay. All right. Um, Deathmatch is a piece of physical theatre um, that's post-traumatic in style, um, and it deals, um, it deals a lot in terms of themes with um, sort of the big questions of life and death and tries to, to tackle all of them in, in one hour or what is it, 70-minute long show. That's very ambitious. Oh, it is, yes. yes. We like to do... Um, Lots of ambitious things. That's good. Um, so yeah, our show is like a uh, a, a third year investigation or a pro- production investigation unit um, for the third year student third year theatre students at Monash Uni. Fantastic. Um, so what happens is to, uh, professional director, which is um, Katrina Cornwell, and a professional writer, Morgan Rose, um, come in and sort of write and direct the show as we sort of intern with them. So all the cast are um, theatre students at Monash, including most of the crew. Um, Obviously, we have some sort of, like, hierarchy (laughs) with some higher-up levels that help us out. Um, It's a great learning experience. Absolutely, And you're assistant director. I'm assistant directing, yes. Fabulous and and tremendous energy happening. Mm. Yes, it is a very... very, um, energy filled show it's mm. a lot of um there's a there's a real live competition that happens throughout the show yeah. <laughs> so it's um it, it just yeah very unique in this sense of chance um because every night there's um different um sort of ways that people can go through the show because if they're you know if they lose then they sort of take a different route throughout That's right. the show so yeah there's this really lovely mix between sort of learning things that are solid and then like this improv well, it's not improvising but it's sort of like chance you know like in in certain sort roles. of goes a little bit organic impro exactly type of thing. Yeah, yeah yeah put that in the pot and what do you get mm, exactly. <laughs> but it's also about competition I exactly yes yeah. so yeah it is a, like a, essentially a physical competition on stage mm. um, between six people 
Um, Including job interviews, art, Instagram and vacations. Absolutely. Now, the job interviews yes. very, very pertinent <laughs> to today, trying to go for job interviews and actually getting a job, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. So we try, because there is so much physicality in the show, we tried to sort of find other areas of life that didn't deal exactly with sport. Sport is a main theme, obviously, but it's sort of, we, tr- we tried to find the other areas of life that are very competitive that aren't necessarily sport, <sighs> mm. which was, yeah, really quite surprising how many times you could find um even in just casual conversation there were so many times that we were like oh we're actually competing now <laughs> we're trying to up on it you know like and that can happen at the dinner table Absolutely, what are you talking yeah every yeah any sort of social like mm. you know environment that you're in you're trying to sort of compete. get the edge yes so mm. there was many uh factors of life that we found yeah um, okay yeah. and ellie um you're actually a performer and writer as well as a theatre maker and involved in musical theatre as Cody is. That's right. Um, did you have a role in writing the show? Uh, yes, so it's a devised piece, which means that we've taken on a lot of the cast's life experience and sort of sculpted the show around that. Mm. So for the first what, four weeks of the process, we were just sort of in an improvisational capacity, sharing stories from our life. Mm. And seeing how that fitted into the overall theme of sports and competitions. So as Tony was saying, the show sort of follows this contour of a competition. Yeah. And every sort of segment is um, like following the contour of a life as well. So we start off with sort of a childhood sequence, which is quite hopeful. And we move into an adolescent sequence, which is more sort of like sizing everyone up. Mm-hmm. And then adulthood, where the competition sort of takes a darker edge and we explore sort of... <laughs> that sex- adulting. Yeah. We don't want to go adulting, <laughs> do we? <laughs> Sexuality and violence and that, and it becomes quite darker. And then Monotony. sort of... Mm. Yeah, almost a story of redemption at the end. And oh, seeing it sounds how, magic. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So the Instagram phase would be the teenage phase, would it? Yes, Absolutely. very much about appearance <laughs> and about how that becomes competition too. Yeah. And the, like, I feel the so sorry for some of those 15-year-old girls. I mean, life is just so... So competitive in terms yeah, of Instagram. Absolutely. Oh, the blokes have a good run too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Guilty. Yes. yes. I'm interested, Ellie, in um, your musical background too. Um, can you tell us a bit about that? We had a word with Cody earlier. Mm-hmm. He said he was a singer from Canada. <laughs> Isn't it, that's a song oh, yeah. in itself? That's, that's a cabaret. What are you talking about? <laughs> I noticed that he was Boris in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I was, yes. And uh, you got some experience in musical theatre yourself? Uh, yes, I did musicals all through high school. And I also trained as a classical violinist mm. um, since I was about five or six years old. So I play in an Irish band at the moment mm. and um, sort of doing that as well as acting at the moment. So, yeah, With your that. beautiful flaming red hair. Oh, Hello. That's nice. so gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I hope you do a bit of Irish dancing at the same time. <laughs> um, the jig's up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you, is there any music in the show, Pat? There certainly is. There certainly is some music in the show. We'll leave that as a bit of a surprise, but it does definitely make an appearance. Yeah, we had quite a few musical talents in the cast, so um, Morgan and and Kat were sort of like, we should make use of this. (laughs) So, yes, there is a musical segment. Well, that's great. That's great. We're going to come back to you in a minute. Absolutely. But um, now we're going to uh, speak to Courtney Ammenhauser. Hi. Hello. How are you going? Courtney's a performance... Make a comedian and regular human being based in <laughs> Sydney. 
I'll be the judge and, of that. <laughs> not so regular, really. And you, um, with the um, performance-making collective, the general public, and your one-woman comedy, Quarter Life Crisis, premiered at Sydney Fringe Festival with rave reviews. Can you tell us about Quarter Life Crisis? I can tell you about Quarter Life Crisis. So um, basically it follows the protagonist, Steph, on the eve of her 25th birthday, and she's having a bit of a meltdown. Um, she's got her, you know, regular nine-to-five office job. That's, lucky girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it, she she's not satisfied and she's kind of figuring out how to get from coffee to wine without getting fired and kind of revealing her deep desire to, like, hook up with her barista. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Froth and bubble. <laughs> it sounds wonderful and it's such a hard time and you really picked a very good age group that's really having a lot of trouble at the moment with identity crisis and everything else. As we said earlier, infantilised by the government in terms of welfare payments and for yeah. their convenience. Yeah, And at totally. the same time, you know, you don't know whether you're meant to be adult or children. You can't afford to move out of home, some people, you know. And yeah. Well, where do, you, where do you fit? Yeah, exactly. It's that prolonged adolescence that we're kind of treated sort of still as teenagers but then expected to act as adults in other ways. So it's kind of like, what am I meant to be? Yeah, yeah. There's a song there. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad I can't sing, but maybe we could get these guys. Well, uh, there are some similar themes in here. Yeah. 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 When you're talking about competition and, like, Instagram and seeing what everyone else is doing and that whole thing, I was like, yes, and that competition for the best job or the best thing. And especially I feel like in your mid early to mid-20s when all of those, sort of like, adult things mm. start to fall into place you want yeah. to be you know you want to have the best or be at least satisfied yourself and you keep kind of competing to get there to make sure that you're kind of you know getting to the front of where you want to be or like in front of your peers you always want to be a bit ahead and if you start to fall behind whatever that means in your mm. kind of perception of what behind is then you start to question everything about your existence and you're yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm doing life wrong. I don't know how to adult. How do I? What? Someone yeah. help me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What's actually perfect too is all of the cast within Deathmatch are like 19 to 21 age bracket. Uh-huh. So completely in that like that yeah. exact phase of life too. So it was interesting when Morgan was writing it thinking like, oh, we're writing this for sort of like the everyday person and yet we're pay- playing them by all this same age group. So like how do you... How do you work with that? Yeah. But, yeah, it's been really, really interesting. Yeah. Well, it's quite a long period. As you say, from school, like um, the the usual process, you know, going to uni, well, you don't necessarily get jobs even after going to uni. So exactly. <laughs> so there's a bit of what's called a status crisis too. You think, yeah. oh, I've been to uni, then I should be able to get a decent amount of money because mm. you were all told that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, suddenly you're, you're doing some sort of part-time casual yeah. job as a shop assistant and you think, hey, you know, what's yeah. going on? Mm, totally. And you spend so much time and money at uni, you're like, oh, I can't wait to get a job and work and just start, you know, recouping what I've kind of lost. Yeah. And then you can, that gets pushed back another few years or mm. who knows how long. It just kind of depends. And now they're talking about bringing the Hexstead in at lower so it's very difficult. I know. Isn't it, it, it's at a really oh, low amount amazing. too. And mm. like I'm from I'm based in Sydney and I heard the new amount, I think it was like forty thousand or something crazy. Mm, 42, like you, Yeah. You can't like Sydney rent, for example, is yes. just out of control. Yeah. Like you cannot survive unless you live at home. 
So if you well, it's all a you know it sounds like a conspiratorial thing, but yeah. in actual fact, it is definitely streaming into big business. Yeah, you know, sort of getting the cheapest workers because competition mm-hmm. is what it's all about, isn't it? So yeah. there's the edge, and and who lords over it? You know, yeah. when you're seen as well, you're only kids after all. You know, they don't want people to yeah. actually take on. You know, their you know the the responsibility because it doesn't serve their you know purpose so yeah. you know yeah. but hey with these sort of shows we're really sticking it up them, aren't know. we you know, know we're saying we're on to you guys <laughs> not yeah. only that i mean you've all achieved so much and, and when we're looking at theater etc tell us a bit about your background where you trained and um what enabled you to do a one-woman show uh, the way you have and bring in comedy and get rave reviews in festivals? Yeah, like you've you've played at the Adelaide Fringe and yeah. and that's a huge gig. It's a big festival. Mm. It's a it's wonderful so one. Fun. Mm. So much fun. So mm. I trained at QUT in Brisbane. So I'm from North Queensland originally, okay. a tiny little town called Mission Beach up near Cairns. Oh, okay. I've been to Mission Beach. Oh. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Lots of jellyfish and Yeah, I was going to say yeah. the time we went, and unfortunately, <laughs> but I wasn't going to mention that. But seeing <laughs> you, know. you raised it. <laughs> Go so, ahead. Yeah, I grew up there, then moved to Brisbane, studied theatre at QUT, and then, so I was there for four years, and then I moved to Sydney after that mm. and started working in kind of arts education arena whatever that arena. Yeah. it's like tennis yeah. I don't know yeah. uh, so I was just working there it's competition and, competition yeah. <laughs> and I kind of moved to Sydney after finishing uni and I was like I'm gonna write a play and so I started to write oh. this play which was different to quarter life crisis and I, I was doing that and then I just kind of didn't get excited about going back and finishing it so I just started taking notes in my phone about all these weird things that were happening to me and, like, I found myself in, like, super awkward interactions and, like, I was in a new city, I didn't know anyone, so you kind of open yourself up to so many other weird things. And so, of course, I had all of this weird material and I was like, hmm, these things are funny, like, maybe yeah. we could... It's a worm farm, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> and then Lakia, my producer and director, we actually met at work and I said hey I've kind of got this idea about putting on a show for the fringe um it's called going to be called quarter life crisis don't really know what it's going to be but I've got a few stories and she was like yes let's do it and look here's really great at turning my harebrained ideas into actual things beautiful lovely team yeah because mm. otherwise I'd be like oh you know just kind of thinking about it but she's like yes let's do it and then that kind of propelled it into action and she was a really great sounding board because I would bring her all of these stories and I'd read them to her and then as soon as I would read them, I'd be like, okay, that one's not funny, like just based on her face. <laughs> we'll scrap that bit. Okay, I indulged a little bit there. Okay, let's move on. And then she helped me find a structure and then, yeah, it all came to be. And, yeah, and then it kind of went on like that. Mm. Well, in 2016, yeah. um, I think you directed award-winning show Europe Won't Fix You. Yeah. Which played out to sold-out season at Sydney Fringe. And this is without – you didn't actually study theatre? No, I studied theatre at QUT. Oh, you did? Yeah. Sorry, you said that. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. That's so, okay. Well, it's you... a generational thing. We forget. <laughs> <laughs> we do. I'll forgive you. We do it so well, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, this, you've had terrific um, comments. Uh, Susie, Susie Wrong, <laughs> marvellously exuberant and unrestrained. So that it sounds like it's going to be loaded with energy. Yeah, show. it's a pretty, pretty fun show to do, like... Um, I, I feel lucky that I get to get up and just kind of, you know, have this kind of riotous moment of like, oh, how's it going? And just like go fall out and just enjoy it. And it's all about the audience there as well. And it's one of those shows that 
afterwards a lot of people tend to be like oh that's so relatable so when I'm doing the jokes or like working with the crowd I can see them kind of you know engaging and then like I get them on that ride and we're all just like on that train together and it's really fun. So what are the dates anyhow for Quarter Life Crisis? So um, we're playing all this week Mm -hmm. until Saturday so what's today? Oh, the twenty Thursday, Thursday, yeah, Thursday twenty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Eight there. So it's on at nine forty-five for the next couple of nights, next three nights. So at the Cavern Metropolitan Hotel. Is that yeah, right? for Melbourne Fringe Festival. Yeah, um, and getting back to you guys as well. We'll just um, bring that all back in again. It's wonderful to have so many wonderful, talented theatre people who are so unpretentious. Like you guys, <laughs> we have many um, in Melbourne who come on this show, and it's just delightful, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. It's a no it's one's a up collaboration of everyone's cooperating and... together. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think that's what's so awesome about theatre is that collaboration is so integral. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we awesome. need we yeah. need each other. Yeah, and so hence, you know, like as much as there's the competition, it's a healthy competition. Yeah, and it sort of is able to, you know, sort of get. Um, you know the people entertained in Melbourne. We're, we're we're very lucky in Melbourne to have so much. Yeah. You know, mm. happening. we might just go to a, a quick break for a minute. Is your job agency working for you? Are you being bullied by your job agency? Forced into work for the doll, struggling to survive on New Start. Owen Bennett, president of the Australian Unemployed Workers Union and Joe Toscano, convener of Public Interest Before Corporate Interest, will advise you of your rights at the Frankston Library, 60 Plain Street, Frankston, 12.30 Thursday, the 28th of September. For inquiries, call Faye 0458 141071 or Julie 0431 Kelly Santon performing Sax Farad Express on 3CR Melbourne who support women in jazz. Oh, well, we're back uh, with Arts Express and our guests today, as we said before, include performer and writer Ellie Darcy and actor-director Cody Baldwin who are performing in Melbourne Fringe's Deathmatch and Courtney Ammenhauser, um, comedian and the writer and performer of Quarter life crisis and these groups all have quite a lot in common <laughs> they're all young and talented immensely talented and I just want to get back to you Ellie you were saying that um, well what I have in terms of your information is that you've been involved in Shakespearean theatre as well quite a lot. That's right I'm on the um, the committee of the Monash Shakespeare Company which is a committee at uni and we run two shows a year and yeah all student actors student directors and oh. student tech team and put on Shakespeare shows, which is a lot of fun. It's something that we don't really get to do much in our theatre degrees, which are more focused on sort of postmodern and devised pieces. So it's really nice to have the opportunity to explore more traditional forms of theatre as well. Is there a show coming up? That you uh, wanna, no. We just finished our season oh, okay. this year. We did yes. a production of The Taming of the Shrew, a feminist oh. interpretation, which okay. was a were lot you, of fun. Were you Kate? <laughs> I wasn't, no. I no. wasn't involved in that one, oh, but they okay. did such an amazing job. Yes. Yeah, really oh, powerful. Was, Fantastic. Go ahead. I was going to say, I assistant directed. I was involved. Yes, yes. That was my first debut as a director, and yes, it was a very... An exciting 
very exciting, really awesome piece to be a part of and like a great ex- like uh, starting point for me to sort of get yeah, get a bit of traction. Mm. I cried a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely powerful. <laughs> That's brilliant. I That's right. You've been it. involved. You were Adam in As You Like It. That's right. Ash. Yes, yes. At Shlomo <laughs> in Fame, which mm-hmm. is a different one. Teddy in Death Comes Calling. <laughs> yes. Of course, Boris, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Uh-huh. Um, quite amazing. Uh. And um, also, Ellie, you're mm-hmm. hoping to pursue a career as a songwriter and composer. That's right. So yeah. You, you, your compositions. This is this is what you're doing at um, Monash as well. You're doing some music there. Uh, yeah, I study a double degree in arts and music, mm. and contemporary voice is my major under music. So yeah, a lot of fun that one. This is amazing. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Okay. So, so I guess we, uh, we could um, sort of make sure we can spruik these wonderful these wonderful shows. Sorry, uh, we're, we're, there's a competition here for a mic this morning. <laughs> 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 this is good, and I, I lost. <laughs> so it says a lot about <laughs> a quarter life crisis. <laughs> I don't want to go into the age bracket I'm in, but <laughs> um, September the 25th to the 30th at 9.45 at the Metropolitan Hotel, the Cavern, for um, Quarter Life Crisis. So that's, that's right. sensational. Uh, it's um, It should be a sensational show. So that's great. And, of course, I feel like I'm reading out um, donations here. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we've we've got um, Viv. Do you yeah. want to... Yes, so um, Deathmatch Death is at the Cooper's Malt House, Tower Theatre. That's 113 Sturt Street, South Bank. Tickets from $10 to 22 And for bookings, um, malthousetheatre.com.au uh, or you can ring 96855111. And um, the dates there are, they go from tonight until the 7th of October. Mm-hmm. Which at is the Cooper's Malt House. Yeah, week. that's brilliant. Um, Seven o'clock from Tuesday to Saturday. Is that right? Yes, yes, that's yeah. right. Are there yeah. any different times for the other days? No, I don't. I think it might be a seven thirty show. Fairly sure it we start be. at seven. Yes, they'll yeah. all be on the website. <laughs> that's right. Have a look. <laughs> and yeah, we've got a break on Sunday and Monday before show start again on October third. Well, it's look. It's a timely thing with all the grand final happening. <laughs> that there's so much about you know quarter life. <laughs> oh, look, my brain it's going this way and my head's going that way. And of course, you know, competition and 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 death match. So like, it's it's there. And and I created it. <laughs> no, it's sensational, isn't it? That um, yeah. I wondered if we might just, given that we have a little bit of time and we've got you three talented people, we might just have a bit of a discussion. About you, you're all roughly in your twenties. Yep, I am twenty-one. I'm a week away from my twenty-first birthday, oh, so. and I'm Very just funny. a wee past it. <laughs> so we might um, just talk about, given that. Well, you're you're from Canada, and you're from. Um, Queensland. Mission Beach. Mission Beach. Beach. <laughs> I am from Melbourne, yes. So can you tell us a bit about the Melbourne theatre scene, uh, just generally um, where you think it's at and uh, is it going places and just a bit of feedback about it because as Arts Express we're always keen to talk about that. Well, um, this is only my second experience Courtney now. really with the Melbourne theatre scene because I'm based in Sydney. Yeah. Um, but we came down last month and did Europe Won't Fix You at the Butterfly Club and mm. we found that, like, the whole city's, like, quite supportive considering we didn't know anybody and, you know, tonight we're almost sold out, which is 
crazy. Lakia and I are almost it's in great. tears. <laughs> you were I mean, just she's so a pretty dynamo, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So we're like, fingers crossed, nine mm. more tickets. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like Melbourne's a great city. People seem to like to get out and participate and just do stuff, which I love a lot. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's pretty exciting. But I only have a very limited experience about the Melbourne theatre scene. I know you guys would probably have a bit more insight. The fact that it's um, the show's sold out shows a, a lively involvement, I think, with fringe theatre, doesn't it, Trish? Oh, yeah, because there's so, eh, again, that word competition. There's so much happening at the yeah. fringe that really to get bums on seats. Exactly. It's is, hard to kind of mm. like separate yourself from the pack mm. and get noticed when there's such a flooded market. That's right. Yeah. But, Having said that, Melbourne audiences and and in in this case, this you know uh, um, interstate and overseas visitors can actually have some really tremendous, inexpensive mm. um, theatre and, and um, be part of the vibe. Yeah. Mm. So, how do you all feel that um, in, was the best way to promote your shows to get this interest in your shows? Was it Facebook and things like that, or what? Social media. Social for media. Sure. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. keeping a regular schedule of posts and Instagram and Facebook. Mm. Really helping because a lot of people are on that nowadays and having a look. And it's not something that you have to make a massive effort to go and investigate, I guess. Mm. You just sort of stroll in through your feed and then you see something about our show. And it's a really effective tool for promotion. Mm. And Lakia, we've, we've got a chance to Hi. have a word with you now. Lakia is the... Um, producer for Courtney's show, Quarter Life Crisis. Yeah. And so, uh, tell us about you. You met Courtney and, and you're the one that's um, helped her structure <laughs> her shows and things. Something like that. She's she my gave stage mum. Pretty, pretty yeah. good rap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am the stage mum, which is interesting. I am a bit older, so I'm 31 and I directed the show uh, when I was 30, so it still applies. All of the <laughs> stories still apply regardless of age. And what was your background um, yourself? Also theatre, so yes. I trained as well at QUT, but five years before Courtney did, uh, pretty much the same degree. And then I did my master's up there as well mm. in creative production and arts management. So, yeah, a bit of a very theatre-focused background for me. Um, but with promoting the show, and particularly in Melbourne, I've actually tried a few different things this time uh, to what we've done previously in other festivals. So I've actually... Uh, got a bit of a quarter advertorial in the Beat magazine and I advertised on Melbourne Fringe a lot, yes. obviously, on their website and that kind of thing. But flyering is actually very effective down here. Yeah. So in other festivals it hasn't been nearly as successful, but people are responding to our actual printed material, Good. which... I'm a bit of an enviro buff, so I wouldn't print them if they <laughs> didn't have a if purpose. It wasn't a requirement. Exactly. Yeah. So um, it's really good to see there's been an uptake there and lots of Facebook ads as well. Mm. Be anyway. on the social. Thank media you very train. much, and, and thank you all for. Um, thanks also to Larkia Pattinson, thank the you. producer, <laughs> um, for Quarter Life Crisis. So we'll just finally we have to wind up now. So we just want to thank you all for coming in. Ellie Darcy, Cody Baldwin, Courtney Ammonhauser, Lucky Pattinson. Good luck with all your fantastic shows. And Thank and you. if you sort of forgotten, you know how what times and everything. If you go to the the Fringe website, you'll see. Yeah. Um, just re sort of think of footy. 
death match <laughs> and quarter life and, I, and I'm blowing the whistle on all of it. <laughs> so thank you very much for being on Arts thanks Express. So much. Yeah, and, thanks um, for having you're me. You're welcome to come back on our show anytime.